0: In a world full of movie podcasts, here is one more. Welcome to Defend Your Movie with Sean Donnelly and Andrew Fiori. The time has come again, the champion must
1: Welcome to your favorite podcast with a new brand. I don't know how many times I'm going to do that. It's the DYM podcast. Uh, we're so excited about it. It, it. I don't know how many times i do that joke about the branding. I, I don't know if people get that. when I when I'm, I think people realize I'm being sarcastic when I'm being like, <laughs> The new brand. We're branding. Everything's yeah. everything's about branding. Everything's about content and branding. New and improved for kids. Yeah, yeah. You already know us. I'm Sean Donnelly. That's that's Andrew Fiore. You know us. You know the Knuckleheads. You know. Are we still um, Dutch and the Cool Breeze? Or not? Oh Yeah, that'll never change.
0: Dutch and the Cool Breeze are here to stay.
1: <laughs> it's eternal. I think. I think it's like it's like the ocean. It's like the it's like the waves. It's just eternal. Yeah. Cool yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: What's going on, man? Oh, not too much. Just chilling out in New Jersey at my mom's house, getting away from the city for a little bit, which is nice. You really take it for granted when you have a backyard as a kid, you don't realize how important that's going to be to you as an adult. When you live in a city like we do as a kid, you go, yeah, this is whatever. I have all this opportunity and I could be spending so much time out here. And uh, then you move to a one bedroom apartment in Queens Yes, and you just, you cherish that now. You know what I mean? So I come back here. I'm in the hammock. I'm running around the yard. You know, I'm, yes. playing, I'm playing war games by myself. I'm doing all the things I did like, when I was a kid. When you live in
1: the city for a while, then you go back home, you feel like a millionaire. Oh, my God, that too. Because you're like, you're, you're, well, it's also because it's like, I, oh, my God, I have, I have a, a house to myself.
0: This is fantastic. <laughs> yeah. That, everything's cheaper too. I was telling you, I got a smoothie earlier. It was like three bucks for like a large I was it's crazy you know
1: um yeah no and then, and then yeah that same thing in Brooklyn or Manhattan or even Queens uh, you're like talking like eight bucks for that thing I know, you know? I gotta take out a mortgage <laughs> so uh yeah you like I this is how much I wish I had a backyard I just bought an electric smoker Ooh, yeah where are you gonna use that thing uh, and you can use it indoors. You can oh, use really? it indoors. Yeah, but I then I talked to my friend, and he's like, "Oh, do you have a vent? Do you have like a like a hood, like a, like for <laughs> ovens?" And I was like, "No, why?" And he's like, "Oh, you're gonna you're fucked. You're gonna have so much smoke in your apartment." I'm like, "Well, listen, I go. I think first off, I don't get it's I in the name apartment. smoker. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And I I the way I picture it, and people are gonna think I'm such an idiot for this, but like." I'm just going to point a box fan at it, and, like, towards the window of my kitchen. Like, I'm not going to let... Try it. It's not going to be, like, a fire, a house fire level of smoke. It's going to be just smoky, and then... All right, I,
0: I'm a little wary. <laughs> Are you Really? Yeah, a little. I want to see a, what's the first uh, test run going to be. Ooh. What's the meat? Well, I'm going to do ribs and chicken, because that's,
1: like... Classic. It's a, it's, a good, it's a good starter one. And then I'm going to try to build my way up, way up to brisket because that's where the real like artistry of smoking comes in.
0: Oh, baby, I love a brisket.
1: Oh, I love it. I, I'm a, I'm a, I I'm love the whole process. I love learning about all that stuff. Like I watch these videos about yeah. smoking brisket. And that the electric smoker is not like your pellet or like your traditional smoker like they use at the restaurants. Right. But it's a good, apparently it's a good starter thing to use to try to learn how to do this. That's so if I, get, if I get good at it, maybe I move somewhere where I can have like my own, like a regular smoker. You know? Yeah, like sure. Kind of
0: thing, you it know? reminds me of uh, in Gremlins, the dad is the inventor the smokeless ashtray. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I smokeless wait, was that, smoker.
1: Wasn't that a real, the smokeless smoker invented? That's a shark tank idea right there. Absolutely. Wasn't that a real thing, the smokeless ashtray that they, that they had?
0: I think along... In the 80s? In the years, yeah. There had to have been something, some sort of contraption like that.
1: Where it was some kind of thing where I guess maybe it was pulling down the smoke as you were smoking? (laughs) Yeah, something. Like it was sucking it in, like an air air shaft thing?
0: Yeah, who the heck knows? I was fucking... uh, I was thinking about this the other day. I was watching an old clip of Seinfeld and, you know, how they do the stand-up in the beginnings, in the early ones, and it was... You could see puffs of smoke coming up around him. Did you ever do stand up in clubs when smoking was still allowed? Nope. No, Not see, in clubs. me neither. Uh, I think I started enough, but I wasn't working clubs when that was still <laughs> allowed. But yeah. i definitely bartended in uh, bars when, before smoking got banned in bars in New York City. And would you get home and just be Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you forget how much it sticks to you. And like, I was always a. Uh, not a full time smoker. I would always have a few, and now like I haven't smoked in years now. But I used to in college and like college. while you were like while you were drinking, kind of thing. Yeah, like that kind of thing. I never like really uh, bought packs and was a, a full timer. But you forget if you're a non smoker and you're just at a bar. Like I'd have girlfriends who'd be like, "Yeah, it's in my hair. I don't smoke. It's just like Ugh. I can't." imagine that lifestyle anymore but i also kind of miss it and romanticize it a little bit. well it, you know what it is it like
1: it harkens back to the day of cool it's like talking about movies like cool like smoke like smoke on film in a bar scene is so much cooler so much cooler. i think they probably still even add they don't put like smoke in there but they're definitely putting a filter on a bar scene now because you still need that misty it's supposed to be like, like that's what bars are supposed yeah. to be like. this this intimate, like this uh, kind of this hazy
0: experience. That's what you need, you know? Also, do you ever think about it like this? Like, you know, you, you've done a ton, a ton of acting. It's the hardest part to me. A lot of times when you're acting is when you're not speaking and it's trying to, get out of your head be like should i be doing something with my hands what should i be doing if you're smoking that's kind of a a built-in thing to do and it it kind of takes your mind off your your line because you're so inside your head you know i think when you i'll light up a cigarette and it it will just look natural
1: did i tell the story on the podcast about the the tracy morgan story with with, like it it, kind of fits into what you're talking about when i did tell it, dad (laughs) <laughs> I did a small part on that Tracy Morgan show. That right, right. So yep. so the part, the guy was supposed to be kind of like, first he's supposed to be upset that they're trying to break into like the VIP section. It's like Tracy and his son. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I remember. And, uh, and then, so what happens is he comes over and then I'm like, tickets please. And I guess at first I didn't do it to his liking. So Tracy Morgan right away goes, you're acting, you're acting. We, we get get this guy something. Get him something. Get him something. You get him a tooth, he goes get him a toothpick. Okay. So I go, what the fuck? And then they they run off and they get me a toothpick. But I got to be honest, it made all the difference. Like it made yeah. it very easy to do. Like I had the toothpick in my mouth. The only thing, the only beef I have is what one the take that they used for one of the lines because it kind of cuts back and forth. I kind, I kind of barely get the line out because of the toothpick. I don't know why they use that. I think it's because they don't care. It was a small character; they don't care. Right, right. But for me, I remember that that take and being like, "Oh, I barely said it right in that take. Like, why would you use that take? You know? Because we did it like three Hilarious. times. Hilarious.
0: Yeah, yeah, little stuff like that.
1: Yeah, but like pick. the toothpick in the mouth, like it made it did make me like it. Me yeah, more so subconsciously. Out of his mind. But it made me feel like I'm the guy, like you're the guy.
0: Like you're I like, think that's why everybody smoked in all those old movies. Nobody doesn't smoke.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're right, yeah. yeah. And because smoking was like, you were smoking, it was not, they d- literally did not think it was a right, problem. Right. Like they were like, you would, even kids would smoke with their parents around and the parents, oh, yeah. they didn't know it was a health hazard. How could you not know it was a health hazard? I know, it's smoke. How hypnotized are you as a public Like, and susceptible to like marketing that you don't realize. That you're breathing in, Maybe because they thought You're breathing it in and, and then exhaling it They didn't think that was Yeah, the, yeah. It wasn't staying Or something Like you know Also
0: to- people don't care Because there's still Tons of smokers out there And we're fully aware Of all the damage it does So
1: If you smoke now the Smokers now Are, are self aware Smokers now If you talk to them they're Like I know I'm killing myself But I don't care Like yeah, a lot I of know. people A lot of people use the logic When they smoke They're like Well all I'm All I'm chopping off Is the last 10 shitty years Of my life <laughs> it's like <laughs> Yeah I guess, but I've seen happy eight-year-olds. You know what I'm saying? You don't saying? Know like, what could happen in those 10 years. Yeah, you know, it's like, if that's all up to you if, you. if you're miserable already, then why not jump out a window now? What if, you, <laughs> what
0: if you hit the lottery, uh, like, year 11? Yeah. And you got m- millions of dollars, you could do whatever you want.
1: Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, so I think I, the way I always felt about smoking is, I always thought it look. I still think it looks
0: so it is, cool. It is. It is cool.
1: It looks so cool. And If there's any kids listening to the podcast,
0: smoking is cool. Smoking's smoking really makes healthy. you look really cool. <laughs> but uh, but the I never line today, uh, when Bart is uh, works for the mob and he's uh, hoarding all those cigarettes, and the delivery guy comes in to pick him up, and uh, Homer thinks he's smoking. He's. Like, but I'm going to stay here, and you're going to smoke every single one of these cigarettes. And he puts one. He's like, Dad, you don't understand. I, I'm not a smoker. I'm just. I got to do this for my job. And that delivery guy comes in, and goes, Hey, kid, you look kind of good. You, cook, you look kind of sophisticated with that cigarette. <laughs> 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 I love it that they use that one voice for a lot of different ca- characters.
1: Yeah, that that char- that hey, voice. Boy-o. Who who is that voice? Is it Hank? That's not Hank Azaria.
0: It's probably a good guess. It's it's him or Harry Shearer. It, it's know.
1: like that old timey New York character thing. Like yeah. That's what that voice is. Hey, it's almost like a variation of the Charles Bronson voice where he goes, when, when instead of going to Branson, Missouri, they go to Bronson, Missouri. Oh, right, and then, exactly. No and dice. they see, who is it? <laughs> you, see, you see the mom and the kid. And the kid it's goes, so funny. Mom, like, right, like, let, me, I let want me have a cookie. cookie. <laughs> hey, mom, I want a cookie. She goes, no dice. <laughs> this
0: ain't over. <laughs>
1: this ain't over.
0: This ain't over.
1: No, but I was thought it looked cool. But I was always, I don't know about you, like, <laughs> my sister smoked in college, but then she quit. She doesn't smoke anymore. Um, I, yeah. But, I, but my, um, my thing was my grand, I think, I don't think I ever mentioned this. There'd be no reason to. My grandmother smoked. My grandmother went to, like, a party when she was, like, 18 years old or, or no, like, when she was, like, 16 or something back in, like, you know, the 30s or whatever, like, the 40s. Yeah. I don't know. I guess it must have been. The 30s, because my mom was born in the 40s, 44. So, and my grandmother went to this party, and everybody tried smoking there. And the only person that kept going with it was my grandma, was my my nanny, my grandma. And she smoked until she had uh, tongue cancer. Wow. And then they had to take off piece of her tongue, and it it changed how she spoke, and that's why I don't smoke. Really? it 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 was like a... I don't know, a, 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 a multi year reminder, like a, a multi time reminder during the year whenever I would see her of what smoking can do. Like, you know, uh, and was she still pa- married? I, I smoke. No, my, my grandfather died before I met him. He died when my mom was like
0: 20. Oh, yeah, I got to. I was going to say it. I wonder if she French kissed anybody. After
1: oh,
0: come on. <laughs>
1: Ah, you're killing me here.
0: <laughs>
1: Not, no, no that's I don't. Smoking. I think she might have. She had a boyfriend. This guy Jim, who was like off the boat Irish guy, great guy. He was a great guy. Oh, we loved him. We loved this guy oh, Jim. Jim. He kind of looked. It's funny. Jim was very. He was very stiff, though. He kind of looked like one of those like Hall of Presidents animatronic things from like <laughs> <laughs> from like Disney World. But he was a very like classy, like like old school gentlemanly type guy. You know An what I'm saying? Chap. A good old chap, a good old lad, a yeah, good lad. lad, a good lad, but, uh, but they must have French kissed, but thanks for doing that, thanks for <laughs> ruining my life, Andy, I Did appreciate that. What does she sound like? She, I'm not going to do an impression of my dead grandma, <laughs> dude. That's not happening. That's not you're, what a monster you are. Considering, in light, in light of what's going on in the world right now with you, I can't believe you're doing this. They, like, I, my my, Fuck, my nanny, grandma, kiss. My, my, you son of a bitch, my nanny was a saint. There's, of course. Never, she was no. an saint. she was She was amazing Nana woman. Donnelly. <laughs> That no, not Donnelly. Brady, uh, Brady. Oh.
0: Brady, oh. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, you know what that reminded me of? There was uh heck in the day people would go to like a certain type of party. they were like I'm going to a smoking party tonight.
1: You know? What oh, like, yeah. Yeah. They would like there was a thing. Parties. yeah, we'd
0: be like, we're going to a necking party.
1: Yeah, I think they would have that with everything. Like, they it wouldn't just be like the like. Um, no, they had a makeout party. I think right, right, a right. Party. And then it got to like people our age, and then you wouldn't call it a. It wouldn't be a makeout party. It'd be a hangout where people go off and make
0: out. Yeah, we called like them, it. We even, just called them boy girl parties. We'd be like, it's a boy girl party. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Because that, that was like that? eighth grade. That was like eighth grade. The birthday yeah. parties started to include the opposite sex. Yes, yeah.
1: You know? And did you like, did you like, there's, I don't think there's anything better than that, like, early, the earliest makeouts. Like, I don't think there's anything, I don't, the most, the ex- like, first off,
0: I think the only the, thing the awesome is, a- is going upwards sexually, you know, you think the, the first, the first, time the first having times, sex? yeah, I think the first times, not necessarily the first time losing Virginia, but like the first times you're having, like, regular sex or like you have a girlfriend and you're like, I can have sex kind of whenever I want. Oh like, yeah, that's fantastic. But like, it's still early. You're still like a teenager, like in your early twenties for me. At least, you know, like yeah. But but I'll tell you this: if you compare
1: the first time I had sex, with the first time I made out, make out wins out every time. Like, if you oh just take, see, like like time, like you know, time for time. Like you're not doing it like an over the course of
0: time. You know, like that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I uh, yeah. I was in uh, eighth grade. Christina Marinaro was uh, my first <laughs> French kid. She yeah. went in. I remember her like being very forceful with her tongue it was like very aggressive and i was just like whoa that's what it is you know
1: oh that's so freaking
0: funny it was a a total classic spin the bottle situation it was actually at my house it was my birthday party i had the girls (laughs) over and then the boys slept over it's like a a boy girl party and then the boys slept over big sleep when she
1: when she did it did you go whoa how's my stomach taste did you go how's my stomach taste she says (laughs) <laughs> that's from that's Matt Dillon. Something about married. <laughs> How's my stomach taste, taste? She says. She says, and he's got the fucking teeth. The teeth. R- How's my stomach taste? She I'm says. fixing my tie. I go, hey, easy with.
0: <laughs> Wait, so you? So she was like a strong tongue kisser. Strong tongue kisser. Yeah, I'm still like Facebook friends with her today. Are
1: you really? And she yeah. married with kids.
0: Yep. Yep. Yeah. 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 And then, uh, I don't remember, I think then it was like until sophomore year, I had no contact physically with girls. I'd like, think. so your
1: freshman year, you were like donezo.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I also went to a like a, a boys only school, like a private, you know, Catholic school. Oh, but yeah. There were, there was the girls' school right next door. So it wasn't like for lack of girls' presence, it was and just your, for lack of any skills on my behalf whatsoever. And your dances had like girls. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> it was just to... a group of boys going, Hey, Freddie, check out these moves. Yeah. <laughs>
1: It's just like a bunch. of – It's an all boys.
0: School no, we didn't have all invite boys all dancing. the girls' schools, so it was it was cool. It was great, and also like I had all my friends from my town's public school. So it's like there weren't. It it purely wasn't for lack of female presence. It was just I had no game whatsoever. I'm.
1: am We're very similar. Like I'm the same way, dude. I was always. <clears throat> there was like a time where I was. Uh, I was at the mall, Roosevelt Field Mall in Long Island. Shout out! Shout oh, out! Great mall. Great mall, and um, I'm walking down the mall. Like this is like the, this is at the time. Like I was probably a little bit older. I was probably like 15 or 16, 15 maybe, 16. And I was with my buddy John, and uh, this girl walks by, and she's like staring. They're, like she's staring. Even I knew she was staring at me. She was like staring at me, <laughs> and it was like, a good thing. She was like smiling and staring at me. <laughs> and my buddy John like sees her and he looks over at me at one point after we've already passed her he looks over like huh and I go yeah what the fuck is she looking at
0: <laughs> I know yeah you're like she
1: you want to fight <laughs> yeah she like, got a problem let's go down <laughs> yes
0: you're so unaccustomed to girls thing <laughs> attention to you.
1: So, um, but yeah, I'm like, I was never, I still to this day, I don't really have, I have my moments, I think. You have, you have that, right? Like you have your
0: moments. Yeah. I had uh, that sophomore year. I had a girl. I mean, since this is uh, still a uh, 50% a movie podcast, I had a, a really like my first kind of steady girlfriend was named Meg Ryan. <laughs> no way. Yeah. Yeah. And she was super cool and super cute. It was one of those things where I was like, I can't believe I'm in this scenario. Uh, you know, she let me feel her boobies and we never went any further than that, but it was like really, uh, like it lasted probably now that I look back only like maybe a month or two, but it seemed like it was like the longest, it seemed like we were married at the time when you're on the phone and we'd meet up outside of school. And it was like the beginning of those parties where you would go with other couples and like you'd go to somebody's house. And all the couples would kind of pair off. And those were like the makeout parties. And that yes, didn't happen yeah, to me. That's so what I was, I was talking like, about. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah it's yeah. like sophomore year of high school for me.
1: We also used to make out like outside. Like I'm oh, yeah, anywhere, dude. Yeah. Like I would make out like, we met these girls once. This girl got mad at me once. Cause I just, um, her name was Cheryl and she
0: she was, like, <laughs> <laughs> she, was she was a secretary at my dad's firm. <laughs> <laughs> um
1: but she was super cute and uh when we were I used to hang out at a, uh, a video store near We used to, hang out, I used to hang out at a video store named Video Quest when I was like like 14, 15, 16 years old. Like we loved it. Like it's it's one of the best parts of my childhood was us like skateboarding over to Video Quest, hanging out playing video games and like going somewhere else at some point whatever. And Cheryl, we all met these girls and we brought them to the back of video quest at one point. And I'm making out with her and she had a star. She was Jewish. She had a star of David necklace. Yeah. And all I said was, is that the star? Of, I was like asking, I'm like, is that the star of David? Meaning like, I don't know. Is that the star of David? Sure. I like just asking. fair, fairy. And then, and then she goes, she goes, yeah, I go, Oh, you're Jewish. And she goes, Yeah, is that a problem? That's what she said said to me. (laughs) And I was like, no. I go, I always wanted to do a bit about this. I'm like, I wanted to do a... uh... (laughs) Good fellas. Good fellas. Um, What kind of fucking people are they? What are they? uh... Uh, I always want to do a bit about this because she goes, I, she goes, I go, oh, you're Jewish. And she goes, yeah, is that a problem? And I go, lady, I'm 16 years old. I have a boner all of the time. I, you could be a Nazi and I'd be like, yeah, OK, yeah, Heil Hitler. Yeah, go ahead. Whatever. Yeah, I don't care. I'm, I'm a 16 16- year old, but I call people
0: lady, lady.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm an old timey 16 year old. Listen, I think of the bee's knees, lady. <laughs>
0: baby. You know I love you But yeah, so she got like a little upset.
1: But it wasn't that upset because then we just went back to making out. Like it was like it was pretty exciting.
0: Yeah, yeah. Maybe uh, I, I love the I love the Jewish gals.
1: I'll tell you, man, I'm a fan. I I'm a big fan of the Jewish gals. I'm attracted to the Jewish
0: lady. Me too, baby. Yeah. I lo- they are the chosen ones for me as well. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that is kind of fun to look back on, those early, formative I, – I mean, I was uh, – I'm in my mom's house. I don't want to, like, speak too loudly. I'm like, I lost my virginity. <laughs> like, she's upstairs. But yeah. uh, I, she knocked on the door, my mom, when I was Lose inside a routine. woman for the first time. <laughs> No. Yeah.
1: No God, way. got really hope that door's closed. <laughs> yeah, but, but, she, but she knocked again, like just a re, a repeat yeah, yeah, she, you know,
0: like this, no. <laughs> yeah,
1: Flashback. No way. While yeah, it was going because on, because
0: I had uh, the girl I was dating over. I was a senior. It was I, I was I guess what you would consider a late bloomer with the old V card. I was. I was seventeen. I was, 18, I was 17. Yes. Yeah, Cause I was kind of a grade back. I was older for my grade. So, um, I, ha- I had a, uh, the, the open door rule in my house when I had this girl over and, uh, you know, I, I, I closed the door and locked it and was <laughs> blasting music to cover up any sort of, and, uh, <laughs>
1: Good move, 18 year old Andy. I move? <laughs> yeah. It's
0: like, we should be fine.
1: Like your parents are like,
0: Oh, it's door's closed and the music's blasting. I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> yeah. And we're getting into it. And then it was, uh, doors doors closed because that's i would go in and i it was one of those things before you do that you'd you know we'd make out and we'd lock the door and there's it was like it was like a you know drive-by like hey door open rule you know yeah. and I walk by so I, it was just like one of them but this was i was just like no this is the first time and uh now i, I now i can't come without somebody knocking on the door <laughs> <laughs> I
1: was about to say, I'm like, now you can't finish without <laughs> Listen, I know this it's a weird fetish, but could you stand outside the door and knock?
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, I know. You find, find those videos on the I'm paying my landlady up. off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm
0: paying kids in the neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, you won't say anything, kid. Just knock on the door and leave. That's I'm all, creating all the jobs thing. here. <laughs> But, yeah, man, what a great time. Just, uh, oh, the 90s, the mid-90s, man. Oh, it was fantastic. No responsibilities, just, uh, dude, I'll tell you this much, too. Um, I'm, you know, in a, in my hometown now, hanging with my mom this week, and uh, I, we went for a walk in our in downtown Marstown, New Jersey, yesterday, and I think this is just for lack of being out in the public, but I'm just walking by women and girls and going and just – looking at every single one like a creep because i just haven't been around people and it's like women especially you just like you know i'm a single man i'm just like oh she's great she's beautiful look at this she's beautiful too
1: yeah yeah i think it's from also i think it's both because i think it's from being a lack of being outside too because um i went into that that bel air diner uh, parking lot oh show. yeah how'd it go uh half the set went well and then half of it not so well. I was like that Yeah, gone. same. And and this lady, I got off early. This lady would not stop talking to me. Like she was like she was in the way I can describe it cuz I don't want to sound like an asshole. There was a lady there and she was in the chair section. So the way this show goes is most of the audience is in their cars and yep. they beep or they flash their lights if they like a joke, whatever. This lady and then they have they have tables and chairs like right up front like like four or five tables and chairs. And this lady, like, from the get-go was, like, talking to Jay, who hosted the show, Ugh. talking to Gary Veder, and then and then would not stop talking to me. So I tried to talk to her. And she was a woman. She was in, like, a scantily clad outfit. Now, normally, I'd say, <laughs> whatever, go for it, whatever. But she was an odd duck. And it wasn't like – it was like a – it was a dress that you would wear if you're like you were doing your own version of Dancing with the Stars. Like it was like it was like it was like an even more exposing like gown like gown like cheap gown type thing where her boobs were popping out. Like hey, go for it. But it was, she was Dancing o- with the Cars. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: but it was six o'clock in the afternoon. I'll show myself out. Yeah, thanks, buddy. Uh, it was six o'clock in the afternoon at a diner in Astoria. <laughs> I know. And she's in the parking lot and upon a plastic chair and like in a pink, like crazy dress. So at one point, and then she also seemed like she was on something. So at one point I said, I go, well, what do you do? And she goes, Jack of all trades. And I was like, okay,
0: this type of audience member.
1: Yeah. I go, that's gotta be hooker. Right. I'm like, you're a hooker. I'm like, 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 <laughs> I'm like why wouldn't you want to just say what you did? Unless you're just trying to be difficult. And I'm right. like that outfit. I'm like, I'm, I'm not anybody to judge anybody what anybody wears, but like, it's a little bit, it's like just out of place. Like, it's weird that you're here in that outfit. It was very strange.
0: Maybe you were on her turf. Maybe the parking lot might've been her, uh, work workspace. Uh, The
1: comedy show was built around her. She's like, Hey, I'm working here. I'm working. (laughs) Um, but, yeah, so then she wouldn't stop talking. And I had a moment where I was like, this sucks. Like, you won't stop talking. She's like, no, go. She's like, you're yeah, doing you, good. You're do- she did that thing. She goes, Jay's got to regulate that, man. Come on. It's like. I know. She goes, you're doing good. You're doing good. And I was like, Jay, I'm just going to get off. And I just got off. It was like the worst. I even, I was like, I was a little bit ashamed of myself. And I was also proud of myself of the laughs that I even got from the situation.
0: Because yeah, that had been the first time you were on stage since the In three months. In three months. Yeah. Did it feel I, good? Did it, do you have that muscle memory?
1: Uh, a l- not really. Not yet. Well, no, no, a little bit, like on yeah. certain things. But it wasn't a, like because she wouldn't let me get a word out. Like I was trying jokes, and then she would just stay say stuff on top of the joke. So it was like a show where somebody – Actually, like, this feels right. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah, this is actually what happens every day. <laughs> uh, but, no, it was like I did – I actually wasn't – I'll tell you this much. The only thing I was surprised is that I wasn't really nervous. I wasn't nervous at all. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, that's something like I was like, oh, I I, I didn't forget that
0: at least, you know, I I didn't feel nervous either. I felt a I felt nervous to remember my jokes and remember like certain tags. Um, I thought of one sitting in my friend's yard the other day. I was like, oh, my God, I just totally forgot a joke that was like a major part of my old set. And it just like came oh, to me yeah. Yeah. weeks later. I was like, "Holy shit! How did I forget that?" You know, because I had thing. done a headlining set too, and yeah. had just completely forgotten about that whole part of my act. Which is like, that's what's going to happen.
1: Yep. And that's the other thing I wanted to do too. I kind of didn't want to do. It. The minute I went into old jokes, I was like, "Oh, it sucks." I'm
0: like, I had a little bit of that too. Everything's different this. now. Did the uh, did the headlights flashing kind of make you feel good though? Oh yeah, it was great. I got a great warm feeling from the scene. Those bright lights flashing me. I was like, oh, that's kind of fun. (laughs) But uh, yeah, here's the weird thing too. It's that uh, you know I had that, and then I did that headlining set (laughs) and tailgate in Pennsylvania, and then uh, I even went up to. uh, I'm doing that um, on the 18th. Oh great. Yeah. Yeah, and like it's fun, but then you get that fix, and then immediately you go, well, now I have nothing for who knows God when, you know, like. The foreseeable future, I have nothing on the books. So it's like Well, God yeah,
1: damn it. yeah. You feel like you just started over again.
0: Yeah, it really sucks.
1: You know what's so funny? I was talking to somebody the other day and they brought up like going back to the cellar, right? And I was thinking, yeah. do, if it's long enough, do you think they'll handle the seller like they'll have people re re audition for the
0: seller, or you think they'll just pick up with lineups? Yeah, I think they'll just pick up. Yeah. I don't think. Yeah. I don't think- She wants to go through that all over again. Yeah, yeah. That's a lot of work on her end, too. It is. Maybe not – maybe for – I don't know, maybe for guys like me who are still, like, kind of newer, it might be a little tougher. But who knows? I don't know.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, It's going to be interesting, man. It's like, yeah, it's kind of like you kind of have to go – wherever the spots are and, you know, figure things like, it's like, I, I, that's why I'm like, Oh, I'll just do whatever. Like even this girl, this girl's has a, a show in the back of QED. And, yeah. uh, and I was like, um, uh, and then I didn't realize it was a live show. And I like, Oh yeah. Can I do that? Like, I was like, I was like getting excited. Yeah, like, if for was, sure. If this was pre Corona, I would have been like, yeah, I'll do it. Whatever. I know. But then now I'm like, Oh, can I do your show in the back of yeah. QED? Which is a place in the story of Queens. Yep, yep. Uh so whatever, man. I don't know what to tell you. But I, I um I was excited to I actually was excited for this show. I just was annoyed at how it went down. And yeah. um and I was annoyed at the lady and but I was trying to do that thing where you you stay positive, like I'm like where you where you're up there and you yep. you're not you're not liking what's going on, but you're like no, I love you, I love you, you're great, you're great, you're great, like you're love yeah. you, love you. But really deep down, you don't want to be, like, but you don't want to get back to that negative place. I'm like, well, this is the only stage I'm gonna have. That's why I was kind of annoyed. I bailed, but I was like, if I can't get any jokes out, I don't want. I can't.
0: No, totally. You know, that's that kind of thing. So whatever. maybe it was Cheryl. But- <laughs> Twenty five years later.
1: She shows up in a cigarette with a cigarette in her mouth. I go, yo lady, listen, I told you once she she's smoking a cigarette. I go, that looks really cool. That looks really cool.
0: Hey, you look kind of sophisticated.
1: (laughs) You look kind of sophisticated with that cigarette kid.
0: (laughs) Did you watch, have you been watching any movies? Yeah, I have been uh, watching a few things. I'm really getting few and far between on things to watch, but I watched a, I took a flyer on a film called looks that kill. And, uh, it was kind of a not to be spot. mistaken
1: with the Richard Grieco vehicle. If looks could kill. Correct. <laughs> not to be mistaken. <laughs>
0: um, this is a movie. It came out this year. Uh, it was directed and written by this guy, Kellen Moore, um, has really no, uh, lead actors that you would know cause they're young kids, but, uh, Peter Scolari, Plays the father in it. You might know him as the other half of Tom Hanks. Those and Those and buddies. buddies. Yeah. Um,
1: and Andy Peter Scolari, I went to an uh, audition. We, we both auditioned for the same thing once. Oh, nice. Yeah. And I was like, oh, hey, man. And he's like. Father, dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, probably, you know. But he, was like, <laughs> but he was there and I was like, oh, hey. What's up? Hey, like, yeah, I was, for like, sure. You want? Yeah. I don't care what you say anymore. This is my buddy. life.
0: <laughs> what a, uh, and then so, Annie Momo, you might know her from, uh, she was like um, Kristen, uh, what's the name from Bridesmaids? She like co-wrote the Bridesmaids movies with, uh, what's that? Uh, Kristen Wiig. Kristen Wiig. And uh, you, you'd recognize her. But basically, uh, the most beautiful baby ever is born. And when people look at him directly in the face, they die. That's kind That's of. That's the movie. Yeah, and it's a weird, unique kind of plot. So then, wait, it's is fl- it?
1: I think it's isn't that called the Sean Donnelly story? I'm pretty sure. It's-
0: <laughs> you are a handsome boy. <laughs> I am a handsome lad. I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> but about. then it kind of uh, flash forwards to he's a, a kid in high school and he's got to wear like gauze around his face. Uh, and sunglasses and a low hat, and this is kind of his everyday life. And then oh he God. meets a girl, uh, you know, that kind of old story. And it's a, it was a very sweet movie. I didn't love it until it kind of really ramped up. It's all, it was a short movie. It was about hour 40. Um, so, which, by the way, we really we got away from that hour 45 timeline of movies. <laughs> that was a sweet spot for movies. Everything lately has been two and a half, three hours. Have you felt like that? Yeah,
1: absolutely. But I don't mind it. You, you, you hate
0: it. I, here's the thing about it
1: also, was this like a, a good looking version of the elephant man? Like it's like, almost yes, like that. Like exactly. That. I thought it was like the invisible man, the elephant
0: man. Yeah. And it was, and it was, and it was good. It was very Yeah, it was good. It was sweet. It had me like tearing up at the end because there's a plot twist in there. You don't really see coming um, with the girl. So uh, it was nice. It, it, it really tied in to what we were talking about earlier. Because it's that like young high school love where you're just like infatuated with this one other person. Like you remember when like, uh, you know, for me, oh, was just, like, this, there's this one girl like I couldn't talk to her enough. I couldn't see her enough. You know, it was just like that young love, puppy love, I guess, where you just consume each other. And it, it really ties in perfectly because it's kind of that story. But it was a really unique kind of idea. And I did like it. It gets um, the Cool Breeze Recco. But cool breeze Recco.
1: I I know exactly what you mean. So, I, so it it has that vibe to it that like yeah. I uh, have a crush kind
0: of vibe. Oh, for sure,
1: for sure. Uh that kind of fits in what we were talking about before because that's another part that have you what, what was the oldest age that you had one like a, like a crush that you can consider a real crush? Uh I, I think mean, your don't, mind don't changes. Have, yeah. You mean like
0: you see where, somebody, like, or you, where you feel somebody. butter. You feel butterflies, and you feel yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I think that still happens to me. You know, does it really? I think so. I think you can. St- I don't think that has any sort of age limit. Oh no, I think I'm getting people. too disenchanted with life. You, you, what? You think the weight of the world has crushed your romantic? Uh, side? I think
1: yeah. I think maybe I'm getting too cynical. I have to stop. Oh, being buddy,
0: yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, no, because. You could still meet a girl and you get, you know, you're like, oh, I think I like, I think she's really cute. You see, there's that trigger that goes off in your head where you go, oh, I really think I, I think I have a little crush. You go, I think I have a little crush on this person. Yeah, I I I
1: still have that. And one of, one of them, we, you know of, uh, that we both know that I had. Oh, yeah, for sure. But that kind of of stuff happens. It still happens. It does still happen. But you don't feel the same as you felt when you were a kid. I guess because you're more,
0: more innocent back
1: then, you know.
0: Yeah, that a lot of it. And also, like, yeah, yeah, we just, you're more experienced now. So you go, all right, I got to tame it down a little bit.
1: I uh, had probably the biggest crush of my life was on this girl, Jen Monahan, when I was in high school. This girl, Jen Monahan, who were friends, but we old haven't talked Monty. in years.
0: But, what? <laughs> old Monty, Monty. Old,
1: old Monty, uh, I, that was like the first, probably person, uh, the woman, the girl. That I was in like love. I was in like love with her. Like I was like so in love with her. Oh really? Oh my god! But we were friends. Like we were we were close friends, and we hung out. Like I'd say eighth, ninth, probably not tenth grade. Probably seventh, eighth, and ninth grade. Like middle school into high school. We'd go to, like we. I was like we'd go to her family's house. They she had the best family. We'd go to them and hang out. Like during the summer, we'd be there for hours, just in a, me, her, and our other friend Nicole, my friend John, just hanging out in her room, like. Like it wouldn't be a makeout thing; it would just be like us hanging out. But I was like, she knew it. I think she knew it back then too. She just didn't feel the same way. Yeah, yeah. Like un- unrequited crushes are like it's. That's why I think they call them crushes because <laughs> well, yeah. it, it crushes you. Like it fucking crushes you. Like <laughs> well, let it, me
0: ask you this one. Or sorry, go ahead. No, no, go, I'm just gonna up, say
1: it, it. shaped like who I was. Like I wear my heart on my sleeve. Like that's me. And it, I, it didn't get rid of that. But it, like, it was the first. It was the first like dealing with like big rejection i think you know let me ask you this did you ever have
0: a crush or somebody that you liked uh and then down the line you were able to maybe hook up with them or something romantic happened because i had a big big high school crush on a girl and who was a year younger than me and then we had always stayed in touch and we always ran in the same kind of friends group. And then ye- about five years after college, we got together for a little bit. Oh, and it was fantastic. one of those fantastic. things where you're just like, "Yo!"
1: I, you know what it is? I not at the point where like, you're like, not really a not at the huge crush point, but like where, like you were really into them. I was really into them. Like where you almost like where you, I, I've hooked up with people that I never thought it would happen like that. Yeah. Like, that's I a, a girl where I like, I, never thought in a million years that this would ever fucking happen and then, and yeah. then it happens. Yeah. Those are the
0: ones that keep you going. You go, oh, oh, absolutely. <laughs> so with,
1: with, with the whole time you
0: were doing it, we were like, I can't believe this is happening. I've had that happen too. <laughs> I've, I've paused the moment. I've like, freeze frame. You know, yeah. like, I can't, be, yeah, I've been in the moment been like, I can't believe this is happening right now. Do you think the stuff from back then like dictates
1: how you act towards women now? I think so, right? Like, like Um, uh, well, I don't know. I mean, obviously well, how you are in relationships and stuff like that. You know, like I think I, so. I, yeah, I, I think like, I, like, like we talked talking about it like the other day when we were like, like, what's in a woman's head when like stuff like the story you told about the girl you dated and then she showed up at the show and she was like, oh, I was, I, I was there and she told you she was there, but she didn't she didn't come up to you for whatever reason. You know, that kind of thing where it's like you're trying to like you're trying to like pinpoint the motives. You're like, why did you do that? What, what's going on? You know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think that. I don't know. I'd say like my, I've always had the same like outlook. I think it's I've always had a pretty romantic romantic outlook. I think. Same I've never here. Been- I've
0: always been a real. I think that's why a lot of us are drawn to the similar movies and stuff like that. You and I like it's because we're we are romantics and we do wear our hearts on our sleeves like that. And that was probably set at an early age. Yeah, yeah. And I'm still like that, even though I've grown up and gotten older and had experience with that. I still think, even though you are aware and can look for kind of the warning signs or the flags now i still am like dumb to it i'll still like get that crush and go all in and be like nah, i don't yeah. care about anything else anymore you know like, this I one's a, different
1: yeah i had like an online not an online date we met up but we like socially distanced um yeah. the, other, the other night and we were talking about that Like after a while it got to the point in the date where i was like i'm right, just gonna talk about dating i guess and i talked about how I'm trying to not be this way, but the way I am is like, Oh, if you're into me, I'm into you. Like I'm like that. Absolutely. Kind of yeah. And I don't want to be that guy, but I also don't want to lose. I don't want to lose the excitement of that either. Where it's like, right. It's weird. Like there's, there's being too open to a situation and there's being too closed off. Cause what she was talking about was like, she was like, I'm, not the type like I, I find reasons to get out of it right after the first date yeah. and I'm the type where I'm like well if you still want to meet up I'll you know like I, I have that <laughs> thing with here. every you know I'm like oh yeah I'm, I'm cool well, yeah I'll, and that's a very that's also you know that's that thing of like the wearing your heart in your sleeve thing or the it's a, it's a matter of I think it's a matter of self worth I think it has to come to I agree
0: very yeah. much so
1: And what we have what me and you have to realize is like, oh, we're we're worth it to like not just be agreeable all the time. And we're worth it to be like very hard to get over that for me. It's hard for us and both of us I'm the same way to have that thought of going, no, I'm really not that into it. But I'm not telling I'm I'm lying to myself. I think that's
0: what happened with my ex a lot, too, was that it was this beautiful girl and she was, you know, uh, younger than me. It was like, why would she be interested in me? and that screwed me up mentally where i was always trying to overcompensate i think right i wasn't able to be myself yeah you yeah. know what i mean and i think that eventually backfired because it's like well no you're a funny guy and you know like you got good qualities and i just like always thought that once something better comes along for her, she's just going to, you know, leave me. And it's just uh, such yeah. a shitty way to think, but I, I have a hard problem. I have a hard time. Can't help it. it, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. And you have a ton of good qualities. You know, you've you got, you got about six or seven, I'd say. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying like, that's the thing. Go like, on. We're, we're like, good. Like that's the, that's the thing. Like, okay, so what it comes out, what people don't want to talk about is this. There's a lot of stuff comes out about like guys and women. What women don't want to talk about is that you're a lot of the time what they like is shitheads. Like and because, but, but because what they think is, I'm gonna turn this guy, or I'm gonna turn this guy around, or I'm gonna like uh, they people people like the idea of being there's a little bit of fun. There's a fun thing in having what you can't have about yeah, like for sure. trying oh, to have what you right can't have. Classic.
0: Want what yeah. you can't have.
1: So if you have an, a nice guy that's like agreeable. Like let's just have fun kind of thing. A lot of women are like, wait, where's the, where's the complication here? Why isn't it? Where's the drama here? Where's right. and not all, obviously not all not, women are not. like that. That's not a thing, but in my experience, like I, like I said, this girl the other night and we, we actually might even meet up again this weekend, me and that girl. But, uh, the fact of the matter is, she was saying she was like the things that she was saying that she wanted in a person was like she wanted an immediate person, like immediate personality, to give off the vibes of what you would pick up over the course of a relationship. Where she was like, "I want like a, I like guys that are a little bit more like on the rougher side, but also are good at heart." I'm like, you wouldn't realize that until like two months in. Like I you're like, yeah. like, what are you talking about? Like and, I, and we would talked about it. You know, I was like, so. That's what people want. They want like the entire thing to be written out for them right away. Yeah. Or they want a project or they want whatever it is. Like I, like I, but I, but also, but then there's the flip side of guys like us that are just like, it's, you need to have, you need to be a little bit more, I don't think nuance is the right word, but a little bit more discerning and a little bit more, yeah, little bit a little bit more judgmental it. than we are. Do you know what I mean? Like we need to be more judgmental than we are. We're not judgmental at all. Where We're like, Hey, I'm down for whatever. I yeah, know. Yeah, it's like that kind of thing. <laughs> you yeah. need to be a little bit more like that's where the self-worth part comes in. And they're like, no, for sure. just, I, I, it's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm in the same boat, dude. We're like the same with it. And, yeah. and it's and I'm and you know, therapy helps it for me. But like, I it's know. like once you we you know what it is that you can talk and talk a blue streak right now. But then when it comes down
0: to it, I, and I'm exact. like, hey, I hey, know. hey, hey, well, I yeah, know. you want to
1: hang out? I'll hang out. Let's <laughs> do it. But, you know.
0: Exact same thing. Yeah, I know I'll, I'll cancel. Uh my role in a Judd Apatow film, you know? Like. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I won the lotto, but I'll, I'll find
1: the ticket later. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. I'll, 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 I'm not going to pick up the lottery money. I'll just go, I'll hang with you. you do. Yeah. I mean, it's my grandma's funeral, but you know what? I, I could
0: probably just, <laughs> you know. so
1: I don't know, man. And then, and then also bringing it back to the, back, back to the, the old school here. Uh, I think movies do it as well. I think movies can shape. And I've said this before, I think in discussions on the podcast, um, Movies absolutely shape. I mean, they romanticize things in your brain. Like totally. you, know, you know, ever like watch a show or a movie, and you're like, I want that. Like that's what I really want. I but think that,
0: even for me too, though, music got to me first. But oh, okay. Movies also did it, but it was for me, it was music. It was just that songs about girls and songs about you. You know, I mean, you and the royal. You know, as a as a guy talking to a girl, um, the you. But the yeah, the, the why, royal you. The ro- I just, that's why High Fidelity I was drawn to immediately, just because it was like, I'm like, oh, this is me. This is a guy yeah. who loves music, who's in these relationships and thinks the way. It was just such a mirror of how my brain worked. Yeah. It's it so identifiable. And I, I'm, I'm reading it again for like the fourth time, the book. Yeah. Wow. You just reread that like not that long ago. No, no. It's been a few years, but oh, I, have I have read it like three times already. Oh, I thought you just did it like a few months ago. No, no. I caught the uh, end of it on. It's a really great movie too. It's a really it's a great movie. It's the movie that John Cusack naturally blossomed into. I think perfectly.
1: A hundred percent career. That's a great point. And that a hundred percent. It it like was the perfect thing for him to do at that time. Yeah. And it also it's also what you picture him being. Like I think it probably was him. Like it is right. him. Like yeah. it's what you picture him being like. It's like exactly what you picture him being like.
0: And the one and only movie Bruce Springsteen has ever been in. So yes.
1: Fun fact. Well, well, well so. We know. We know you're about your hatred for Bruce Springsteen. So I'm sure you had all of the that. boss, not my boss. <laughs> Not my boss. What a what
0: a. What a I don't a, hate. I just don't love as much as everybody else does. What a disgrace! What a disgrace! What a Jersey disgrace! Yeah, the cops are gonna come knock on my door. I mean, I can't say that in New Jersey.
1: <laughs> they drive you outside the, ta- the state limits, and like, hey, listen, you're not gonna be able to record your podcast in New Jersey anymore if you're gonna say like this.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's, exact, it's a guy who talks like that get out of here,
1: here. yeah like the boss. Hey. don't like you yeah he's like, what are you talking about the boss like that for <laughs> we'll take you outside the state and then you record your podcast there your stupid fucking podcast <laughs> uh, all right, we can wrap this bad boy up my friend what do you uh what do you got for this any, anything anything on the on the especially a romance any any zoom dates any, I got uh...
0: nothing buddy oh it's a sad bleak scene over here at the Cool breeze household. I got, uh, I got you know. nothing to plug. I guess you could listen to my Sirius XM show. It's uh, you know, we have raw report. We have been having brand new episodes every week. We get really fun guests over there. So, uh, that's every Thursday at 4 PM on raw dog 99 and on demand. And they're doing another like free streaming thing. I, I forget how to do it, but if you research it on Google, I'm sure you could sign up for free for a few months. So, so check um, that out.
1: And I'd say instead of watching Andy's serious show, I mean, listening to Andy's serious show, you could listen to my serious show every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Yeah, I
0: mean, you could do both. It's not.
1: No, no, no. You can only do one. (laughs) And I'd like to say it has to be Celebrate, which is on every (laughs) Wednesday at 4 p.m. I mean, I was listening to Celebrate the
0: other day and very much enjoying myself. Were you really? Yeah, I was. Oh, thank you so I was so just listening to the Eric Andre show. Real good conversation you guys had. It was a good conversation.
1: Um, <laughs> and uh, I'm at Shawnee Time on social media. And Andy, what are you? At oh, yeah. Andy
0: Fiore uh, across the board.
1: Hey, right, guys, we have changed the brand of the podcast. But we still have – we have um uh we have an Instagram. It's the DYM podcast on Instagram. Uh, send us a message. Let us know what you think of the show. Let us know what you think of the brand reboot. We'll right back here. Well, we will write back probably because of quarantine. Probably yeah. right away. We'll write back right away. We already already had a couple of people contact me. They they're digging the new format, which I'm really excited about. I yeah. shouted out one last week, and and uh, yeah, guys, I, we're we're excited about it too. We think it's more of a free flowing discussion. It, the the we will talk about a movie still, but it's going to be us doing this. You're going to find out more about me and Andy on this. I had a great and, time today. Yeah, it was blessed and um. Uh, so please listen and rate and review the podcast and tell your friends and all that jazz. And uh, we will see you next next Friday. And we, we love you, right, Andy?
0: We love every, We love all the defenders. That, that remember, nickname's not going away. Not
1: going away. You're still, still the defenders. And remember, start smoking as soon as possible.
0: Yes. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Bye.